What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Be The Light Podcast with your hosts, I'm Marissa. And I'm Sierra. We're not trying to be perfect. We're just trying to be raw, real, and relatable. Let's light it up. All, All right. right. <laughs> That's so good. Nice. And we are back. All right. Oh. Uh, you got to start that. Okay. Sorry. Pause. Do you want me to get it? Now we're, we're back. No. no. Oh. I got it on my watch. <laughs> we're real fancy. <laughs> hey, you know what? That is fancy. It is. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, it's good stuff. Good Very stuff. good. I um, could literally talk here for like hours. Like, yes, honestly. this is so good. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. <laughs> um. So we talked about your teaching and your family, and um. So how did you get just from being a school teacher to a Bible study teacher? Ah. Okay. So when I was teaching school. Uh, I used to beg God. And it's funny because I used to beg God, okay? And I so have learned, don't beg God. Well, you know, the funny but, thing, I do a lot of times, I'm like, God, if this would happen, yeah. like, you think about what, I would tell God yeah. to think about these yeah. things. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, shut up. <laughs> I know. <sighs> well, I used to, okay, so when I was teaching school, you know, elementary school, I knew I was not in my element. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I knew it. Right. But I was like, Lord, make me a teacher. Mm-hmm. Right. I need this gift. Right. Give, please make me a teacher. And I know he probably just laughed at me, mm-hmm. you know, at, at my heart and at my ignorance. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does that a lot. With, yeah. Not to use this. Well, I mean, no, he probably does. With seriously. all of us. But, um, <laughs> So what it was is I am not called to small children. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, you know, um, I'm called to adults. Right. That is my area, you know, and that's where I feel like, okay, I am in my element. Right. You mm-hmm. know, um, and so I had had four kids okay. by the time um, Tina Green um, you know who Tina mm-hmm. Green is. Yeah. She was prophesying over me, you know, and she told me, um, God has made you uh, to be a Bible teacher and he gives you insight into the word that you're supposed to share with others, you know, and all this stuff. And that was new to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to be careful when God, when, when someone is giving you a word, um, is it something that is confirming what God has already told you? Or is he confirming it when he, when they tell you? Um, you have to be careful with that and not just follow what people tell right. you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that was another time in my life where the Lord was shouting mm-hmm. in me, you know. He was shouting, truth, truth. She is speaking truth. Wow. You believe her. <laughs> you know? right. I'm like, okay. And so I didn't do anything with that because I didn't know what to do with that, mm-hmm. right. you know. And so then Tom Booker came. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, I think you reference him in your teaching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he is also why Jim preaches. Oh. Tom Booker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he was a pastor that came um, a couple after Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, at the church, but he spoke into Jim about preaching and he spoke into me about teaching. 
And he's the one that asked me to teach my first Bible study. Okay. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. it, it was nervous for me. Yeah. And so, but then I sat down and started to write mm-hmm. and I wrote my first Bible study, you mm-hmm. know, and it was on the book of Hosea. Okay. And um, the thing about it is I wrote it and it was like a dam uh, broke mm-hmm. and it just like flowed out, you mm-hmm. know? And, and what I found was um, when you are doing what you're called to do, you can't help but do it. Because mm-hmm. if you don't mm-hmm. do it, then a part of you feels like it's going to wither away. And die. Mm-hmm. That's like with the podcast. Like really? last year we started doing it in, I think it was like July when we kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. And like all the rest of the year I was like busy, but then something was just weird and I was just not feeling fulfilled and it was on my yeah. heart, but mm-hmm. I was not, I was not listening. And we would like be like, man, we need to start that again. Yeah, we needed to record we never a podcast and we yeah. never would. And it was just on my heart to just do it again. And then finally we started doing it. So yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you don't listen to it, it just, like you said, you wither away. Like it kind of eats at you from the inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and so for me, when I write, you mm-hmm. know, because it's really more about the writing mm-hmm. and then I teach from what I write. Right. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to write it all first. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know if any of y'all, if y'all have heard of Eric uh, Liddell, um, he was an Olympian um, runner. From Scotland, a long time ago. But he had this quote, and uh, he was saying, God made me fast. (laughs) You know, nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. No. And then he would say, I feel the pleasure of God when I run. You know? Mm -hmm. Well, for me, I feel the pleasure of God when I write. I can feel his, um, his satisfaction. His smile, mm-hmm. you know, when I am doing that because I do it with him, right? Not apart from him, right? Because I can't do it apart from him. And this was before you had the you were with Jesus and you saw your book, right? Yes, okay. yes, this was before. So he's preparing you. Yes, yes, always preparing. Right, right. Yes, and uh, so mm-hmm. but by this time I had had Joshua, Stephen, Timothy, and Olivia. You know, um, Olivia is about a year old. Uh, yeah. And so that was when I taught, um, that first Bible study. And, uh, from that point I have been writing and teaching, um, continuously, you know, since then. So, So, okay. So that was 20 ish years uh, ago. Yeah. 20 years ago. And you said it took you five years to write the book. Yes. So, so 15 years worth of Bible studies. Do you know, here's what I have learned, and it's so important. When God gives us a gift, a spiritual gift, it's raw. Mm -hmm. It is in raw form. Okay. And it is up to us. He helps us, but it's up to us to develop it. Mm -hmm. You know? And if we don't develop it, then it's not going to get better and better. Right. You know, because learning is growing. Mm -hmm. Right. And growing is learning. Right. Right. Yeah. See, for me, so I've heard, like, a lot of times that you can have multiple spiritual gifts and stuff like that. I just feel like I'm so, he made me need a lot of reassurance. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I don't, I feel like I struggle with, like, understanding, like, what my gift is. You know, like, 
I don't know. Like, and I'm like, Lord, are, is this what this? Are, can you, you wish? Know. Can you put it in writing? Like, yes. Because I just struggle. So with that. Tom Booker, you know, I keep talking about him, mm-hmm. but he was so instrumental in my life. You know, especially early on, he gave me this book. Okay, because I thought I was just so weird. Okay, <laughs> because I didn't see anybody else around me that was like me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I just was different. And um, so he gave me this book. It's called uh, Discovering Your God-Given Gifts by Don and Katie Fortune. Like fortune cookie, you know? <laughs> and the thing about it is it's talking about our seven motivational gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Well, you told me my gift, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm. Yeah. And I was, and then we started well, going through. The more you know them, mm-hmm. then you can start picking, picking them, them out. Them out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what they are, um, it's a perceiver, which is also That's you are. Uh, a prophet. And what a perceiver is, basically, they see black and white. Um, there's not really any gray. Um, they have a, a strong opinion. About a lot of things. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's just how they see the world. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, they usually are called to uh, a very close walk with God. They are called to intercession. Um, in the Bible, they would be called prophets. Is that the one that, like, sees people? It's like spirits? Sometimes. Um, now, and that's a whole other Because that's subject. her. Okay. She's such a feeler. Like uh-huh. she can it's walk weird. into a room well, and, and know and what's going on. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's a perceiver. It's like they have like an antenna, right. you know, that they can see or sense. Right. And really, see is is a deceptive word. It's, yeah, it's yeah. better to say sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, because it's a feeling. Uh-huh. Right. So I guess my next question would be, how do I dive into that to develop it more? Like. One is just learning who you are because right. you're not just a perceiver. Right. Okay, let me tell you the other gifts because we are a combination. Right. All of us are. Right. You know, um, there's perceiver, there's exhorter. They're the mouth of the body. You know, mm-hmm. perceivers are the eyes. Um, the mouth of the body is an exhorter. They are people, people. Mm. They love people. They energize off of being with people. Kind of Did you say Miss, you said Miss Kathy is one oh, of them? Oh, I can say From church yeah. on the front row. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Because she loves people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, then there is administrator. An administrator is, they are naturally gifted at organizing. Um, they are very good at delegating, mm-hmm. um, you know, jobs to people. Um, excuse me. They... Um, have the messiest houses of <laughs> Which anyone. Is ironic because they're, you know, you said <laughs> because they're organizing, organizing right. but we don't have the time thing for is, that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they're organized in what they like to organize or right. what what is in their scope. Mm-hmm. If it's not in their scope, oh, it'll be there later. Right, it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And then there is um, teacher, as which is what I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't help but be it. Because it's it's just me. Right? Well, you, you said know? that you begged God to make you a teacher. I know, and He had to he be was already making <laughs> already. Right? Well, no, I was born that because right. we're born with whatever personality that we have. Right, we can't change it. We're made that way. Mm-hmm. Right, you know. 
Uh, and the thing is, is even before you're a believer, you still are that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just when you become a believer, then he enhances that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so teachers, um, they are very organized in how they present things, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just natural for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I don't really know how to, they're the mind of the body, mm-hmm. right? You know. Um, administrators are the shoulders. They're holding up. Um, and so then you have um, a giver. A giver is, uh, they're harder to pick out because they kind of are a conglomerate, you know, mm-hmm. of a lot of things. Um, they love missions. Uh, they love to uh, be a part of a ministry and be giving into it. Um, they feel very passionate about what they give into. Um, another is compassion. Uh, they're the heart of the body. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, and, and it's funny because each of them have a percentage of people. Right. Um, the lowest percentages of people are um, givers and teachers. Mm-hmm. They're only 6%. They, oh. So you don't have many right. of them. Um, but on the other hand, compassion, they are the most. So uh-huh. 30% hmm. of uh, the body is compassion. And uh, they're the heart of the mm-hmm. body. Uh, they love. Right. Mm-hmm. And they feel so deeply when they love. Right. You know, it's it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other is server. Mm-hmm. Uh, and servers are the hands of the body. And uh, they're absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. All of them are absolutely necessary. But uh, servers and compassion both are very shy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't like to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, they... Servers like to collect things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have collections. Um, they have very neat houses. Mm-hmm. They have the neatest house. They also have uh, like all this energy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so it, it, it's just neat the characteristics that go with them. But mm-hmm. that was from that book, um, discovering your God-given gifts. And there's one for children too. That's oh, cool. very good. Discovering your uh, child's God-given gift. Oh, that's by the cool. same people, okay. Don and Katie Fortune. So you <clears throat> figured out you were a teacher. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you started teaching Bible study, which is where you felt more comfortable. Very much. And so, so did all mm-hmm. that your lessons become this book? No. No? No. Okay. No. So you got new lessons for this book. Like as you were writing the book, that's where all the lessons came from when you were writing it there was were, it previous? Or? Mm-hmm. And actually, that is not my first book. I've written several books. Oh, that's what I thought. I thought yeah. you had written a couple I've of them. I've written several. It's Were the they first all devotional published. Uh, For the most part. Okay. Because that's what's in me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And you can't make Teacher. anything come out of you that's not. <laughs> right. It just is. Otherwise, it feels forced and it just doesn't work. Right. Because, mm-hmm. like, okay, if I sat down and tried to write a fiction book... <laughs> Because <laughs> right. it's so just not, not in me. Right. right. Now, if it was somebody with compassion. Right. Or even perceiver. Mm-hmm. Right. Then they would do a beautiful job. Right. But that that's not who I am. Right. Yeah. So how did you. Okay. God showed you the book mm-hmm. in your, in your, in your book. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that visual. To the book, like, 
how did you come up with the format and the... Oh, the Lord told me the format. He he told me, this is how I want you to do it. Okay. And And then there is a sequel that he already told me about. Okay. I mean, I was waking up. Okay. When you know, you know that God is speaking when you're waking up and it's before you even have a coherent thought. Okay. Mm And he's already speaking. And you already have like that on your brain. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you're, and you know, it didn't come from you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was waking up out of sleep and he was telling me the name of my next book and he was telling me, and I want it to have this, this, and this, and to have the same format. And, to, and right. like, okay. You know, well, and so that one is about half written. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, and, but I don't write on it unless I feel like, okay, the Lord is telling me, okay, do this. That's right. what I was going to ask. I was mm-hmm. like, is it you set a certain amount of hours per day to just write yeah. or it's just as it comes? Yeah. And oh, okay. that's another reason why it took so long. Right. Cause you said it took five yeah. years. So are there like events that happen in your life and God's like, put that in the book? Sometimes. Okay. Cause I know you've got instance. some personal oh, stories in there. Yeah. I do. And actually what we talked about with visiting the library is in the book. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think it's in, I haven't either. Yeah. I think it's like lesson, uh, or chapter 39. I oh, think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like toward the very end. Yeah. <clears throat> but the thing about it is he started, he'll tell me some things he will tell me and he'll tell me, don't tell other people. You know? Okay. And that's part of being a friend of God, you know? Mm. Um, okay. I'm glad you said that because I have on here that you have this quote on your website, mm-hmm. choosing to live as a friend of God. Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean to you? God is looking for friends. Mm-hmm. Just like we are, you know? We're looking for people who actually want to, um, who care to Sit with us and listen to our heart and and for to share their heart and it to be a relationship right he's looking for the very same thing mm-hmm. um, he will take servants mm-hmm. um, and what servants are doing they are so busy um, doing things for him then they end up uh, loving him from afar mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Where he wants people to just come and sit with him. Would you say the servants are more like a religious sometimes viewpoint mm-hmm. versus relationship? Right. Mm-hmm. What he wants, I've noticed when I just sit with him, um, we don't always even have to think, have to say anything at all. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we sit, we don't say anything. Mm-hmm. There are times um, there there was. There are times where he will just share something from his heart that he wants to just share with somebody, you know, um, and he'll tell me about things uh, ahead of time, things that there's no way I could know. Mm-hmm. I, there's no way I could know, yeah. you know, um, and, and sometimes at first it was distressing, you know, it was like, wow, because he told me about um, a few people before they died, mm-hmm. you know, that they were going to. But in his perspective, it was, I'm going to bring them home. Right. I'm going to set them free. It was joy for him. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and and on this side, people only see it as a sad thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't see that way. Right. Um, And then there was another time where I was just sitting with him. And uh, 
he, he showed me a, a couple, and, uh, and I write about this in the book. He showed me a couple, and he said, um, I want to bring them a second child. Will you agree with me in that? Like, oh. Yeah. No pressure. Well, yeah. I mean, it, but it wasn't pressure. It was right. like, oh, well, yes, Lord. Yeah. Right. I agree with you in that, you know, because it was his heart to do mm-hmm. that. Right. Um, but the thing is, is, okay, did he have to have my agreement to do that? Right. No. <laughs> but the fact that he wanted it is yes. like something. Yeah. It's beautiful right. because mm-hmm. he looks for a relationship. Right. It's mm-hmm. all about relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's friendship. And mm-hmm. what friends do is they sit with him and he shares his heart mm-hmm. and promises. And then what our job is to do is to pull them down from heaven and release them to the earth. And how do we do that? We speak them out mm-hmm. and they're released. And uh, it's amazing because then those things come to pass. Right. So... I'm sure there's people listening to this being like, okay, this girl just talks to God. And <laughs> so for someone who just d- hasn't ever experienced, you know, feeling God speak to them or just doesn't know how to maybe open up to that or is just, I don't know, doesn't hear from God. What would you, what would your advice be? It's amazing how many people have asked me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask something similar because I, for me, I feel like I can hear him at certain times, but like other times I need that constant reassurance. And like, I'm always like constantly in, in conversation with mm-hmm. God. Like I'm in yeah. prayer, like just talking, it's me and him always. Yeah. But then there's like, whenever it goes, I'm always talking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes. whenever I go to try to listen, sometimes I'm just, I'm not sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I'm just. For me, sure. it's like when I go, when I'm like, God, I need to hear from you. Mm. Please, like, write it right here. And then it's like, mm. Right. Well, for me, how I, a lot of times, I'll just start writing with something Mm -hmm. on my brain. Like, And and for me, it's just because I have a lot going on all the time, and so I just need to, like, organize Mm -hmm. my thoughts in some kind of way, and I'll go to start writing about something, but then all this other stuff comes Mm -hmm. out, and I'm like, thank you. Like, then, Mm -hmm. then that's... God's not speaking like audibly, but it's coming out on the page, you know? Yeah. And so, but some people who've never experienced that, they don't, that sounds like ridiculous. Yeah. So what would you say to that? I would say exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was 14, uh, I started journaling, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, and not journaling like Dear to Hurry or Mm -hmm. whatever. It was more, um, I learned to write uh, my prayers mm-hmm. and write what his response was. Mm. You know, and sometimes, okay, people get hung up on things. Um, if you ask him a question, he's the God of the universe. Mm-hmm. He made us. <laughs> um, why is he not going to respond? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but he responds in a lot of different ways mm-hmm. that maybe we may not realize he's responding. Mm-hmm. Right. And so sometimes I'll ask the Lord, Lord, Help me to recognize how you're speaking, mm-hmm. you know, and speak to me in new ways. Grow me right, so that I can see you in other ways and, and, and um, how you're speaking. Um, pay attention to uh, the thoughts that you're having, because a lot of times your thoughts will be where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 
you know, we have different things that influence, you know, we have our own thoughts, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, um, you know, what I'm doing today or, or whatever. Um, but beyond that, sometimes we'll have the enemy that will give thoughts. Um, it will be completely apart from God and it will be uh, apart from his word. Mm-hmm. You know, the word is the standard. That's how we know, you right. know. Um, but at the same time, if it is in agreement with the word, um, then kind of go with that. Okay, is that him? And then ask for confirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, and he is happy to confirm yeah. the word. Definitely over always and over. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's something that I had just recently learned to do, is to just ask him to confirm it. And Do you know, okay, and here's another thing with that, okay? Mm-hmm. I used to be afraid. I mm-hmm. was too. Okay. And here's what it was. He would give me a word. And he would confirm and confirm and confirm it. Right? You say that a lot, too. Okay. <laughs> but then I was afraid if I spoke it, then he wouldn't give it to me anymore. Because for the oh, longest yeah. time, if I didn't say anything, then he would just keep confirming. Mm, right. You know? And then when I spoke it, he didn't confirm anymore. Right. And I was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to release that. Right. You know? Right. And, and then he taught me one time. He's like, no. The reason why I stopped giving it to you is because you released it. Mm. When you spoke it, you released it and mm. you let it go. That's where it talks about in Amos 3, 7, you know, surely the Lord God does nothing without first revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. Mm. Right? right. And so what's a prophet's job is to be a mouthpiece. Mm. And right. so the Lord shows him them things so that they will release it to the earth. Not even has to, it doesn't even have to be to people. Mm-hmm. Right. But they just release it. Speaking mm-hmm. it. Yes. It, we, okay, how did God create the world? He spoke, he spoke it. it into right. being. And so we, we are made in his image right. to do the very same. Mm. That's good. That's good. Uh-huh. That's good. And so, and a lot of times we don't know that. Right. You know, it talks about in Romans, I think it's 411, where, um, we speak things as though they're not, but mm-hmm. into being, mm-hmm. so that they are. Um, I think the biggest problem that people have is they don't, or they're not, they don't realize that all they have to do is be open to it. Yes. Right. Is to just like look for him, right. ask oh, yeah. for him, you know, like these people who, um, they want to argue about the Bible or they want to argue yeah. about my faith or they want to, but they don't want to hear any of it. Right. They just want to, Prove me wrong, you know, and it's like, well, do you actually want to have this conversation or do you just want to be right? Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to be futile. (laughs) And so if we, if people would just open their minds to, and just, you know, just ask and look, Mm -hmm. like be open-minded to it. You people, (laughs) it's so annoying because people expect Christians to be open-minded and they have to accept all this flack at them, but then they don't want to do that, you know? And so that makes it hard. Yeah. It's going to sound like craziness if you're not even open to it at all. Sure. Well, that just goes, just, there's something I put on my notes. I pointed like my notes right there, but there's something I put on my notes this past week that said, prayer opens the door for God to work. And then we go complain and shut the door right in his face. Like, <laughs> because you're right. You know? a good one. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It just made me bring that up. And just, again, we do that with our words. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. in one breath we say this, but then in the same breath, you we know. We negate it. We close exactly. the door. Exactly. Exactly. You right. know. Hmm. And that's a, another thing. You know, people will wait 
to hear from God until they're in some kind of trouble. Right. Mm. And they are desperately right. trying to hear at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. And then at that point, they have so many things coming at them that it's very hard to hear. To right. recognize. To recognize. But if you will just go and spend time with him, like, okay, for example, when you lay down in bed at night, you know, instead of being on your phone, uh, put it down and just be like, Lord, can I visit with you? Can I spend time with you? Mm-hmm. And just be. And it's right. just that, him. like, acknowledge opening your brain and your heart mm-hmm. and letting him in. And then at that point, when you are in the the uh, calm places and you learn to hear him, when you get into the troubled mm. places, then you it's know that how, much easier exactly. to hear. Yeah. And you know, yeah. like, his language and how he speaks, so you know where to look for him mm-hmm. once, exactly. too. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> and another thing of what he has done for me many, many times, is uh, be in the Word, um, and He will show me things that will just come out, and it's like, okay, this is a Word from God for me in my situation, mm-hmm. and that's right. a rhema Word, right. you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is what faith is made from. Mm-hmm. You taught me that one the very first day I went to Bible study, and then I swear I was like, a week later, I got my first rainbow word of stewardship. Amen. And I realized that I you was recognize. a bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the one I recognized, yeah. And I realized, like, I was not good at stewarding the things I had been given. So, like, I don't know, when was that? Like, two years, years ago? ago yeah. You know, for the last, like, two years, I've been working on that. So, mm-hmm. that well, really but cool. see, and only he knows those things. Right. You know, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. So... You got anything? Okay. So, (laughs) between being a homeschool mother, writer, Bible study teacher, how did you fit in time to learn Hebrew? Mm. (laughs) Good question. Okay. So, I actually started learning, wanting to learn Hebrew years ago. Okay. Um, And so, I bought this book. What what triggered that? Did Um, somebody be like... Dude, this will open your mind if you try this. <laughs> okay. No, no. Um, or but it is or true. Did, or, did God, <laughs> or God gave it to you again. Um, when my all of my kids were very young, I remember going into a bookstore. And they had Greek and they had Hebrew, you mm-hmm. know. And I remember I was kind of leaning more toward Greek at that time. Oh, okay. And I remember I went to pick it up off the shelf and the Lord spoke. And he said, you don't have time for that right now. Hmm. Like, Okay, I'll put it back. Nice. Yeah. And And I didn't, right? (laughs) I know. You know, um, and so then years later, uh, my kids are older, and um, I start looking at Hebrew and and just learning it just myself, Mm -hmm. you know, at that time. Um, And then, I don't know, life happens. I put it down. And uh, then we started it probably about a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, And... It has been this beautiful journey, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful journey. Um, all of the things that I have learned in the Bible all of these years, mm-hmm. you know, and all of the experiences that I've had with God, Hebrew confirms, right? Mm. you know, and then takes it so much further. Right. You know, it is like this, like everything on steroids, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, Wow. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. If somebody doesn't know what Hebrew is, 
What is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, Hebrew is so God's language. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is like chemistry. Chemistry is, you know, each uh, is a component. It It's a number. It's a letter or letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it has a whole meaning in itself, right? Mm-hmm. All the letters of Hebrew were that way. It's God's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all the letters are numbers. They didn't have a separate number system. Mm. Their numbers, their letters are their numbers. You know, that's it. Mm. Um, then at the same time, like for instance, uh, you know, at the beginning of the chosen, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll have the bet uh, and then the hay, yes. you know, and then it's like um, uh, fish and loaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's two fish uh, because bet is two, oh. and hay is five, five fishes. Mm. Oh, okay. So that's what that means in the beginning of the chosen every time. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So good. good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Well, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. It was funny because we were watching it because I'd had my thyroid removed, and um, uh, Alan is the one who mm-hmm. noticed that. I'm huh. like, you go, Alan. <laughs> paying off. Yeah. But um, at the same time, the letters have just this huge meaning, mm-hmm. okay? Each letter, every one of them, because you'll think, okay, some of them have to be plain, right? Right. right. No. No. <laughs> no. Right. And they all point to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. They all point to Jesus. And it's too, so the fact, um, like we've been learning on Wednesday night, the word for um, sign. Mm-hmm. You know, where God says, let this be a sign to you. Right. And it also means a miracle, a proof, an evidence, um, a token. Right. So that same word, oat, is the word for um, a Hebrew letter, mm. is an oat. It's a sign. It's an evidence. It's proving something. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you we need to show you. Yeah, um, sure. Okay, so I, I brought a board. Let's try to figure out how to do it. And so I'll just show you the first letter, which is uh, Aleph. Is it good if I hold it like this? Sure. Yeah. However you can do it will be good for me. <laughs> Let's move this down just a little bit. Okay. So think about this line being the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. Okay. Right? All right. So the letter Aleph looks like this. That's Olive, right? Okay. That's the it first goes in letter. the camera in a little bit. Oh, we're going to zoom in. Okay. <laughs> That's the first letter of the uh, Hebrew alphabet. Will it let you? No. No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that works. Okay. okay. I might need okay. to cut that light off, maybe. Figuring it out as we go. Well, maybe the other one. One of them's. There we go. That's better. You are so fancy. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Go to the YouTube if you're listening. (laughs) Okay, so this is the heavenly realm and this is the earthly realm, right? This letter is made of three letters. Okay. And so you have a yud, which is a hand. Okay. And then this is a yud that's here. 
So you have a hand of man who's reaching up to heaven and they're crying out to God. Okay. And you have God's hand who's reaching down, but there's no way for them to connect. Right. Right. And so you have a valve who connects. <gasps> and the valve wow. is the one who came from heaven down to the earth. Right. You get it? Wow. And he, you know what this is? This is the nail. And right. you know what number it is? It's six, which is the number of man. Hmm. Huh. Okay? Because Jesus came as a man to connect heaven and earth. Right. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? This, and this is the first letter. This is just the first letter. Okay? <laughs> and they keep going. That is insane. It's beautiful. But then at the same time, um, this is like God the Father. Uh-huh. This is Jesus. And this is Holy Spirit who came to live among us in the earthly realm. And this is just one letter. This is one letter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and they're we, all like, they all, all somewhat all are another. like this. Yes. Well, there's, and there's more to just this one, right? Oh, there's so much more. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I just love this. And then at the same time, Yud has the value of 10. This is 6, mm-hmm. and this is 10. Okay. This is the beautiful thing because you have all three of the Godhead, right? There. Um, 10 and 10 is 20 plus 6 is 26, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's also uh, Yahweh. The mm-hmm. value for Yahweh, which is Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey. And so Yud is 10, Hey is 5, Vav is 6, Hey is 5. So they add up to 26, the same as Aleph. Huh. Do you see it? Yes. Now, this is something, mm-hmm. I just saw this on a uh, like a video, and I was like, oh, that's so intriguing, because that's so God. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So our DNA, mm-hmm. right, is a double helix, right, and all that. Uh, it has a pattern, because our God is a pattern-keeping God. Uh-huh. He wants to be known, mm-hmm. right? And so, do you know what the sequence is in the pattern of our DNA? Everyone's DNA? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to look at it. It's 10, 5, 6, 5. A repeating pattern. 10, 5, 6, 5. 10, 5, 6, 5. Which is Yahweh. Wow. It's his signature in within us. us. Isn't that it beautiful? Is insane. Yes. I mean, it just keeps going. I mean, really. Right. Do you mean to show you something else? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) One of the coolest things you taught us so far with the Hebrew is um, the names of everyone from like Adam. Oh, yes. From Adam to his sons. Uh huh. And it tells the story. But it keeps going all the way to Jesus. To Jesus. Yeah. Huh. All of the meanings of the name, none were an accident. Right. None of their names were an accident. Right. You know, God had a plan in each one. And, and I'm sure the parents had no idea. Right. Mm-mm. But God did. Right. So. That is so cool. It's insane. I know. I, I love all of this. So then, like, if that is a Hebrew letter. Yes. And then you would have another one beside each other. <laughs> they tell a story. That, that's what the I'm getting at. The alphabet tells a story. Right. It's not. It's not really. Dis, it's not really spelling out a word. It's telling a story yes. based on the symbol. Okay. It is telling a story. Okay. okay. And at the same time, okay, the whole Bible 
is set up through it and uh, right. not just through it for it right. like for example okay the um new testament has 27 books right mm -hmm. so from that 27 books it's the 22 letters of the hebrew alphabet and five of them have different final forms so it's one for each of the letters of the alphabet and then the other five final forms mm -hmm. so 27 Right. The Old Testament was used to be 22 books, according to Josephus. Mm. And so how it, it was the same books, but it was grouped different. Oh. So instead of 1st, 2nd Chronicles, it was Chronicles. Right. Kings, Samuel, you know, Judges, Juth, uh, Judge, blah, <laughs> Joshua, Judges, Ruth, was one book. Oh. All of the minor prophets was one book. So gotcha. it was 22 books for the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Gotcha. The book of Revelation is 22 chapters, one correlating to each of the Hebrew letters of the alphabet. The huh. whole Bible. Dude, it's I'm wild. serious. That it's is beautiful. awesome. Well, and like the, the picture versions of it is oh, even, yes. even yeah. better. Yeah. I love the picture for, uh, versions. Okay. So let me show you. Let me do it this okay. way. That might be a little easier. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, um, let me look up this one verse because I don't want to quote it wrong. <laughs> Where is it? Where did it go? Oh, there's it right there. <laughs> there it is. Okay, so Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man and woman and shaped them into his image. He created his masterpiece. Yes, male and female, he created them. Right? So we have God within us. Mm -hmm. He is our, our, his image is in us, right? Uh, or we're made in his image. Look at it like this. So man in English, uh, in Hebrew, it is ish. That's the word for man. Okay. One of the words for man. There's actually a few. But ish looks like this. You have Aleph and then a Yud and uh <laughs> and a sheen, right? So, ish. Now, woman is this. Isha. Okay. And we look like this. Olive. Uh, well. <laughs> Sorry. And then sheen. Hey. Okay? Gotcha. So, let me just erase that part make it a little small <laughs> so we can see it better. Okay. So check this out. We have um, different components mm -hmm. of God because one of God's names is Yah, which looks like this. And it's a shortened version of Yahweh. Now check this out. You have the man has the Yud. Mm -hmm. A Yud is a hand. Mm -hmm. It's a powerful right hand. Right? Is that not so fitting for a man? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then for the woman, see, they have the same letters except for hey. Hey is this. It's a person with their hands up toward heaven, thanking God because they've had revelation from God. He is showing them something. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that's like for a woman. Okay. So much of the time. Wisdom. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insight. <laughs> Revelation. Right. Okay. Yes. And so think about it like some people will call it women's intuition, mm-hmm. you know, but really it's Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So as long as man and woman in a relationship, they have God in the middle of them. They're both showing different attributes of him okay. and all of it is going well. Right. They're whole. Right. When they have him. Now, if you were to take him out of the equation, then both of them have the same letters left, which is an Aleph and a Sheen. That is a word in Hebrew. What word is it? It's fire. Mm. So if they don't have God, they are fire. But when you have paleo or the pictograph version of uh, Hebrew, this becomes an ox head and this becomes this. And so this means a strong, strong, and this is uh, like teeth. Sometimes it's even written to look like that, teeth. Mm. And so it's a devourer. Mm. So fire is a strong devourer. And so if we don't have God in our relationship, we're setting ourselves up for the strong devourer to come Mm. in his place. That is just insane. I know. (laughs) Like, so good. Isn't it? (laughs) One, it's like, it's very blatant because but, but being a picture language, right? You know, um, do you want me to show you one more thing? Yeah, it but it's crazy so because cool. like it's very blatant if you know it, but if you yes, don't, if you know don't know it, it then, then you, you don't know, know it. it. Yeah. Right. So we were talking um, recently in class about uh, Genesis one one, mm. right? Yes. Oh, yes. It is so good. <laughs> I mean, we could spend like a whole long, long time in just the first word. Right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it is so cool. But um, for example, one of the the words um, it, where it talks about in Genesis like one, like five and five or six, it says. Um, and the Lord separated the waters, mm. right? Mm. You know what I'm talking yeah, that's about. Yeah, a good one. Okay, that is a good one. <laughs> and so um, the word for water is mayim. And mayim looks like, um, it, it looks like this in regular. Okay. That is in regular, like modern letters. But if I were to put it in paleo, into pictographs, and then I just put it up and down, oh, it makes all the sense in the world. So check this out. Mem is water. It's waves of water. Okay? And then yud is a hand doing something. And then mayim, it's mem again. What's he's, he doing? He's separating the waters. He's separating the waters. That is insane. Isn't it like? Okay, and then check this out. Okay, so that's a word for water, right? right? Okay, so the word for heavens, because remember he made the uh, firmament, mm-hmm. and it separated the waters, right? It's Shamayim. See the Shamayim in there? Uh-huh. So all you have to do to make that another, okay, so it's... Shah, and you read Hebrew from the other direction, right? Okay, from, from right, right to, to left. left, yes. So, Shah, sorry, <laughs> Ma, 
M. But I'm going to put it over here, and then you have fire. So how do you get that, uh, the firmament? You put fire with the water, and it evaporates, and it makes the atmosphere. Over the That's the heavens. The firmament. Right. Do you get it? Yeah. It's a picture language. That is insane. Yeah. And so this is what has been around all this time. And there are things in the Hebrew language that we don't see right. mm -hmm. in the English language. Mm -hmm. right. And it's like... Mind-blowing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yes, it is. Yes. I, I so love it. You said you read right to left, and now my brain is stuck on this... So do you still start at the top of the page and just go yes. like that? Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, now, if I had a Hebrew book here, uh -huh. we would start at the end mm. and open it this way. Okay. That's uh, crazy. Because I actually have some <laughs> right. that are really cool. Now, we're we're starting another Hebrew class um, because the ones that I have been teaching, uh, we're, we only have, I think um, this Friday we'll teach uh, Sade, and then I think there's five letters left. Mm. And then we'll actually start into a curriculum, right? you know, uh, which is exciting That's because crazy. by the time we finish that curriculum, we'll be able to read the Old Testament in Hebrew, you know? That's crazy. I know. Which, cool? And Hebrew is what it was originally. Yes. Right. Old Testament down. was in Hebrew. New Testament was in Greek. Okay. But at the same time, why was it written in Greek? Because when Alexander the Great, um, he conquered most of the known world, mm -hmm. right? He Hellenized everyone. He made them take the Greek culture and the Greek language. Mm. So most of the known world understood Greek and didn't Hebrew. Mm. And so they put the New Testament in Greek so the Gentiles, so more could understand it. Okay. Right? But all of the writers, even of the New Testament, were Jewish, except for Luke, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they, um, like Matthew, for instance, he wrote it completely in Hebrew first, mm. you know, and the nuances of all the writers is Hebrew. For example, uh, the book of Revelation, you know, I was talking about mm -hmm. it has 22 letters. Good yeah. oh, Are we sorry. done with this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but with uh, the book of uh, Revelation, Jesus, where he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, that is most certainly not what he would have really said. He would have said the Aleph and the Tav, right. which is the first and the last letters of the Hebrew alphabet, right. because it's so going along with that. And he was a Jewish savior, right? So, yeah. So anyway, what I, what I was saying is we're going to start a beginning class. Mm -hmm. So if y'all are interested in learning Hebrew, yeah, uh, in this kind of stuff, yeah, you know, then or anyone listening, yeah. yeah, come on, then we're starting <laughs> that. Um, I don't know exactly when, mm -hmm. but we're going to do it on alternating Fridays, okay? Um, because one will be beginner, the next week will be advanced, beginner, mm. advanced, okay? Yeah, That'd so be it wouldn't cool. be every week, right? right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm planning to attend the beginners class. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> it's great awesome. fun. Yeah, that's oh, good stuff. That's, that's so good. good. Do you have anything you gotta ask? No, I think I'm good. What you got? Um. Well, do we do our blessing and lesson? Yeah, of the I was week? just about to say. So there's this thing that we do, and it's okay. a blessing and a lesson for the week. Oh, um, okay. So okay. you just 
name either a lesson and a lesson yeah. that you've learned this week or oh, in okay. recent times. <laughs> okay. What you do you got? Do you want me to go first? Yes. Um, so the lesson for the week was I, so I've been talking about on the podcast before how I haven't really been diving into my Bible because I've just been in a busy season. So I've been like getting out and running or walking, listening to the Lord, listening to podcasts and stuff like that. And as soon as I turned on, I just randomly went to YouTube because I'm like, I'm just not feeling my normal podcast. I'm just going to go to YouTube, you know? And it was like 10 minutes morning with God or something, wake up with God. And the first thing it said was, if you woke up today with everything that you had to, that you thanked God for yesterday, what would you have? And I was mm-hmm. like, <gasps> because I would, I, like, I thought I did thank him for some things, mm-hmm. but I, then I started thinking about, well, well, I didn't think of for this. I didn't think of for that, you know, and it just really like dawned on me, like, I need to be more intentional with my gratitude in, in the small things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not always about the big things. So that was my lesson. And then my blessing for the week. Um, last week. I just, I got to go camping, which I've been itching for. Like, my mm-hmm. soul has needed that. I didn't get to stay all weekend. Um, but it was just a blessing to be out in nature and mm-hmm. be around some friends and stuff. So Always. Yeah. So, my blessing and lesson of this week is kind of wrapped up all in one. Um, so, for work, anytime I have, like, cakes that go out of date or whatever, I try to save them instead of just throwing them away and donate them to food banks around town and stuff. And sometimes, you know, you, you get in routines of doing things and you don't really know if they matter or if anyone recognizes or like whatever, you know, and you just, it gets monotonous and you don't really do it with the same passion that you started or whatever. Right. And so, um, last week Jordan and I were <laughs> so ridiculous because we had just come from the bank and we were on the way to the grocery store. Um, and then in between we were going to drop off these little cakes. Um, and there's two places that I drop off normally. Um, and I just, for whatever reason, assumed Jordan was going to this other place, but he pulled into this, this, not that place into the other one. And I was like, why are you coming here? Like, just go. And he was like, why does it matter? (laughs) And I was like, whatever. And so we were just like hustling, bustling, um, getting these boxes in so we can head on to the grocery store and get what we need done, done, you know? Um, and I'm bringing in the last box and there's a lady, she came with car- like some shopping carts to put the boxes in to take them wherever they needed to go. And she stops me and she's like, hey, can you please leave me your name and number? And she's like, I know you've brought stuff here before. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I left it down. And she was like, you know, we're not um, a Christian-based um, nonprofit, but I believe God brings what we need. And I was like, amen, sister, you know. like." And then she... um I don't know. She just started pouring into me like, you don't understand how much this means to these families and what a difference what you're doing makes. And she's, I just wanted you, I just wanted to tell you that because I know sometimes, you know, exactly what I just said, like it can get monotonous and you don't really think what you're doing makes a difference. And she's like, I just want to tell you that um, it does. And I'm like, well, like, thank you so much. That's so awesome. And blah, 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 blah. Um, We just get to talk. And she's like, come back here and let me show you what you're a part of. And so she took me back to, like, their organizing and um, counting and labeling massive um, production back there and was just telling me all the families and communities that they serve in Murfreesboro, like, where we're at. We don't think about um, people who literally can't afford soap to wash their dishes or whatever. Like, you just don't think about it. And then she was just telling me how some people come in and – 
their need is charcoal because the only way they have to cook their food is over a campfire right. or on a charcoal grill. And like she was just shaking me with all right. this stuff, you know, and she was like, and then at the end, she was like, and I'm just so excited for them to get their little Debbies tomorrow and they don't even know it. Aww. And I just broke down and that, and in that moment, I just said, like, can I pray for you? Right. Um, I never prayed for anybody like that ever before in my life. Like somebody that I just met, like didn't know, but it was just like, I knew that's what I needed to do, you know? And so right. we like hugged and prayed and then I got done praying and she just started praying for me. Oh, and man. it was just the most like humbling, like sweetest, like, I don't know, thing ever. So I guess that's the blessing is just that she blessed me and just right. showing me all that and, let me go through. This was Nourish Food Bank. I should have right. just said the name of it. But um, and you weren't Jordan. You weren't anticipating stopping at this one, right? Right. And then we were gonna stop somewhere else. Yes, exactly. Um, and then the lesson I think is to just, you know, no matter where you're at, there's gonna be a need. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, have even the smallest, like out of date little debbies that you could just throw away, like somebody's one man's trash is another man's treasure. Amen. Mm. Amen. What you got? Well, <laughs> sorry, we sprung that on you. <laughs> I know, I forgot that's to put okay. that on the list. Well, no, that's okay. Um, one of the things, I think mine is rolled into one also. Um, my blessing is my husband. Mm. Mm. Someone who um, the Lord gave me, you know, completely. Um, and I'm very thankful because uh, he's someone who is... Uh, he stands with me, mm. you know, and we are um, on one page, mm. you know, um, and I'm very thankful for that. And the lesson is, um, we had a conversation even recently. It is so easy to take people uh, for granted, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and um, need to be more mindful of that. Mm. Especially the cl ones closest around you. Because those are the ones we usually tend to take more mm -hmm. for granted than uh, yeah. people that aren't so close. Yeah. That's good. Well, All thank right. you. Thank you for being well, on. thank you for having me. I very much have enjoyed it. Yes. <laughs> we, um, I know. We always come in here and we're like, oh, I don't know. I don't really have anything yeah. today or and then we're always like, man, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for people who are interested in your book, though, I want to make sure we get your book out there. If they're interested in your devotional, where can they find that? Oh, at Amazon. Amazon. Yes, okay. it is on Amazon. Okay. So we'll, we'll put the link down in the show notes. Um, if you are interested in this devotional, I highly recommend it. Love it. Have not gotten through <laughs> all the way, but what I have gotten through, it's so good. So thank you so much for being on. Oh, thank you. All right, y'all. Well, we'll see you next time. Love, Love ya. ya. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Be The Light Podcast. You can catch us every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, you can always email in at be the light pod at gmail.com. We love you.